Hello and welcome to Every Day with an Angel with Natasha Venter. I am here to help you. Happy new moon, happy full moon and year of the dragon coming in. What an amazing time this is. This. So with that, that's why I was called to do this story or this show today about being you. And a lot of us are held back by so much of our own story. And, you know, we're coming into this, oh my gosh, if you haven't been stirred up this week, have you been stirred up this week? I know I've been. So with that, that um, I'm hoping that if you're listening to this podcast now or later, you know, it, it doesn't matter when the Chinese New Year is, it doesn't matter when things are happening, but it is going to be what it's going to be. And I mean, what we're talking about today is going to be something that can happen every time. So if you know somebody who's struggling with ADHD or PTSD, um, please know that, um, hello, everyone coming in, please um, share, let them know that this is going to be because I'm not going to be talking about the clinical PTSD or the clinical um uh, ADHD. I'm talking about our our tragedies, our our stories, our what makes us up, and you know, coming into this. But you know, I just can't get over this new Chinese New Year. I'm excited for this empowerment of the Chinese dragon. I'm just, I love dragons. They're part of my being. I'm part of the dragon clan, and um, so they they like to um, support me. So I'm going to put him down because he's asking to get down because he's getting kind of dizzy here. But I know he's just a thing, right? He's just a thing, but yet everything in my life has personality. So I believe in that. So, okay, so here we are. Welcome. I'm Natasha Venter. I'm coming with a roar, but yet, oh my gosh, this week has been an emotional one and I've been on that roller coaster and I hope that you have not been. But if you have been, it's been part of this um, the story of where we're at right now. And it's called stirring us up. And, um, you know, I know that it's been bringing up a lot of my inner story of, um, the PTSD, which I don't like to claim really. Um, I, I, I can empathize with it. I can understand it, but I try not to claim it because it's, um, I don't know. I, I know that I have the things that, but I'm noticing even like when a conversation I was having with my husband on Sunday, I had this part of me that was defensive, that was crying, that was, that was needing to be heard. And it was very defensive. And usually when we're ADHD, we're pretty much in that row world, right? But I have not, I mean, I can't say I haven't had life tragedies. I have. I mean, I've been raped. I've been, um, you know, parents have passed away at the same time having kids. I've had all these things. But the one thing that keeps coming back around is my dyslexia, right? This is going to be, I'm not going to try to talk about myself because I want my story, actually, that if I do talk about it, it's to here to help you um, help the story coming in. So, I hope you don't mind if I'm a little bit more vulnerable in this um, journey of this conversation, because I can tell you that when we have, and I'm going to call it, um, um, uh, what's the word? Um, you know, when we got these things that have happened to us that, you know, self-inflicted, um, like um, I was watching, you know, these videos that you get into, you know, they're just flipping through and um, being the medium, being the intuitive life coach that I am and being the one who does support a lot of people in their life. I do that uh, pretty much even just going into the grocery store. I always say, hi, how are you? I hope you're having a good day. Um, thank you for treating me so kindly. You know, I, I really am. <laughs> That's why my girlfriend gave me every day with an angel because actually, I've had, I walked in with some friend and she has, doesn't see me very often, maybe once every three years or so. And she kind of went to whisper to my friend. She goes, she is true love. Or she is love, isn't she? My friend said, yes, she is. Yeah, that's all I can be, right? That's all I can be. So with that, that I want you to remember that you are loved and that you are knowing this. But so what I'm going to talk about is the, this, this, the ADHD 
part of us that has been triggered into the trauma, the trauma of life, the trauma of what we're going through. And I know that a lot of us are feeling that ADHD moment, like we have our technology in front of us. We have, um, we have um, life happening so fast. We have things coming at us and things going at us. We have kids. If we got kids still, we have these understandings of where we're at. And, and I would love comments on what you're doing and interaction with this conversation because I know that a lot of us are, are in the moments where we're really getting, um, oh my gosh, who am I? What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? What am I seeing? What am I feeling? What are these emotions that are going through us, right? And, and they're not something that is actually across the face sometimes, but it's who are we witnessing? Other people were witnessing that are like, why are you so angry about me just saying, what do you want for dinner or something like that, right? So we're all in the midst of having these journeys of going forward. And, and I'm, I'm hoping and praying that this conversation can help you because when you have trauma-induced moments in your life, right? that they can be very impactful on us. Like I was watching one of those videos that I was just talking about and going through these. And I've, I asked usually the universe to bring forward to me what I meant to see and hear. And I, I was watching this one and I'm sorry, I haven't named it or who it came from, but um, cause I flipped through so many of them and I trying to get off my phone more and more, but <laughs> these things still called to me to learn. Right. And he was talking about how this person claimed to be, um, uh, oh, what's the word? claustrophobic, right? That he claimed to be claust claustrophobic. And sorry if I don't say a word right, that's part of my dyslexia and, and I'm trying to do better with that. But that, that claustrophobic, that, that when we're going into this story and where we're going into it, that, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of those things. So when we're going into this claustrophobic moment, he was saying that, that the guy asked him, why are you saying that you are? And he goes, well, I was put in a, in a, in a small box and held, you know, by my cousins in a small box for a short time. And it scared me. And ever since then, I've been claustrophobic. And the guy said, so you are claustrophobic because of one scenario in your life back when you were young. Well, that added the PTSD moments, right? And it probably added some ADHD moments, trauma-induced, because it was hard for him to settle into himself. It was hard. And when I say settle into yourself, that settling into yourself is that you're willing to witness yourself. You're willing to, to see who you are. You're willing to feel those emotions. You're willing to negotiate. So when I say settle into yourself, it's that getting into the deeper, the deeper self of ourselves, right? So going into that, no, that he probably didn't necessarily have clinical ADHD, but it turned into clinical ADHD because he couldn't settle into his life. He had, he kept wanting to distract himself because it was hurt to feel. Why did my cousin do that to me? Right? Why? Well, that was ADHD. That was trauma. That's PTSD, right? Right. And um, thank you for, for commenting here. Um, uh, Radamada. I'm sorry, I didn't say your name right. Hi, Veronica. Uh, I'm, bu I'm building calm down space for my family so that we can separate when we are overstimulated. I love that. A calm down space. You know, I've been doing breath work lately. You know, I've been watching this one guy and he's all over the videos and he's, he's the one that's the, um, he's done some studying and he was, um, on, uh, he did, um, work for the, um, the insurance companies. Right. Um, and you know, he was talking about breath work and I'm noticing that. And today I was very tired. Um, 
it was a very rocky night last night with um, people um, with a uh, husband getting a call from security that he had to go to his because he's a manager. He had to go to his places work and, and it was in the middle of the night and I just got to sleep and then it was hard to go back to sleep. And, you know, all this stirred up energy was last night. Well, we're coming into a full moon, right? Um, so that stirred up energy. And so this morning I was a little discombobulated. So I did breath work, deep, some deep breathing and then deep breathing, held my breath for as long as I could, let it go for as long as I could, and then start breathing, deep breathing again, getting more air in my lungs. And boy, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up, right? And so going into this, find that centered place wherever you are, if you can. And kudos to you for finding, you know, a place in your home for centering yourself. I know for me, I have a chair over here that when I need to center, I come into this room, my spiritual room, and I sit there. Um, my husband goes and does some other stuff for himself, right? So going into this, and that's what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to heal these parts of us. And healing can only happen when we look at it, communicate with it, interact with it. So I, if I can start looking into, I'm going to stay, speak of the, um, of the ADHD energy that's out there right now. And then I'll go into the PTSD. So the, the, the ADHD feelings that we get, right. That there's that energy. We're all can, we've been hearing for years how we are all energy, right. We are all energy. Yes, we are all energy. We're physical beings, right? But my hair has energy. My clothes has energy. This mic has energy, right? Our phones have energy. We all have energy. And going into this energy field, if you feel that wave of energy that's out there, there's a lot of insecurity. There's a lot of unstableness. There's a lot of... Um, boy, if you're not feeling tug and pulled by the planets, wow, then you got some centeredness. But going into this story of who we are and what we're doing, right, that, that there's this energy out there. And then you go into the habit of being on our phones, flip, 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 flip. Everything is quick, right? We're looking for that quick atmosphere. And then if we're somebody who, you know, where we don't get out much, then we're looking at how can I fill up my time, right? Or if we're ones that are always out, we're always stimulated being out. And so then it's hard to slow down when we're not moving, right? I struggle with that too. Sometimes I'm moving, 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 going, going, going. And then when it's time to sit down, I have to do something that's where I go into sometimes playing a game or something on my, on my phone. And, and that's not the right thing to do, but, but sometimes there's that stepping down of energy, but I know breath work can help with that. Sitting in the car before you get out for just a minute and deep breathing for a second before you get out. Those are things that can help you to retrain yourself. And that's the thing is, is that we train ourselves to be certain ways. And a lot of times we've trained ourselves from being young, right? We train ourselves from being young. And here I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable. I'm going to tell a story and it's my story, right? When I was young, very shy, very quiet. I know. Can you believe that? Very shy and very quiet. And then very dyslexic. So I did not want to speak. It was hard for me to speak full sentences and write. My husband, when he met me, he told me I speak Natashanese because he couldn't understand a lot of my, because I would say sentences inside of each other, right? But being young, I had homework to do. It was the years of the homework, right? I had homework to do. And my dad had dyslexia. He was very vowel deaf. So for me to sound out the I's, the E's, and tell the difference, right? Tell the difference of was it I before E or, or you know, of was even spelled O-V-E in high school, right? Even in 12th grade, I had a hard time writing. Um, 
So when I was told to sit down, I would turn on the TV and distract myself, right? Because I knew that I couldn't do my homework. Well, what did that lead to? That led to distraction. It led to doing our, my thing. So that led me to always looking at something because I did not want to go into self-punishment, right? I did not want to go into that self-pain of, of I'm, I'm, I'm illiterate, right? I didn't have that word illiterate, but I had that understanding of, of um, being slower and quiet. If it wasn't for my friends whispering answers to me, I would not have graduated high school. I wouldn't have grad gotten through school, right? I wouldn't have gotten through. And so there again is that ADHD moment because I, I kept myself busy because I could not feel, I didn't want to feel that inadequacy, right? That below everybody else. So then going into this, right? But I didn't really realize how much PTSD that added in either, right? And now I'm really witnessing myself and seeing that. So coming into this story of the years of coming into it, right? That I've had a lot of people who told me I was stupid, that I was dumb, that um, why can't I? Even my loving husband would say, why does it take you four hours to do something that takes somebody else a half an hour to do? If it wasn't for my kids, sometimes um, downloading pictures off my phone, off my camera into the computer, I would have to leave because I had so much anxiety because I did not understand the process. I couldn't understand the process because I couldn't grab onto, my brain didn't want to grab onto it, right? And so with that, that that added more anxiety and more P, um, more um, ADHD because I would uh, I got to distract myself. I got to distract myself. So the trauma induced um, the definition I want to use for trauma induced ADHD is life has put us into a situation that we do not want to look at. So we keep distracting ourselves by the outside world so that we don't have to deal with it in the inside knowings of ourselves. That's what I would consider. It's a long definition for trauma-induced ADHD. I'm not talking about clinical. I'm going to make that clear. I'm not talking about clinical. Now, I have a little bit of clinical ADHD, but what I'm talking about is that trauma-induced because that is, the, that is that part of us that we can help practice to do out. And our nervous system... Our nervous system learns how to protect ourselves. And it does not say, oh, there's that scenario and I'm not wanting to do that anymore, right? Our nervous system remembers those feelings. When I get into that feeling, I need to stay alive. So whenever I would get into something that was a little stressful, let's say, uh, um, writing something on the board that I know the principal would be going to be talking about, my nervous system would go into fear and flight, right? So going into that fear and flight, but what I had to do to help it heal, the only way you can really help your nervous system to heal is to prove to your nervous system that it will come out okay. It will stay safe, right? Which means that you have to practice what is bothering you and move through it to safety. So in other words, I was anxiety about my principal reading what I wrote because who can spell? Not me, right? So then, because I was teaching kids how to write, but most of them were dyslexic. So it worked out actually pretty well because they learned that we were going to be perfectly imperfect. And I showed them some of my tools that I used to do, to do some writing. But what I did when the principal looked at it, I told myself that I was safe. And she says, can I fix a couple of things? And I said, sure, right? So that there moment was a time when my nervous system can actually feel like it could heal a little bit. And if you do those kinds of actions over and over again, that I'm safe, I'm here, 
So an example would be, and I know my friend wouldn't mind me saying this, is that she, because of being criticized so much from her family, that um, because she grew up in a time of criticism, right, that, that now she's got things that she wants to work on and she's struggling getting it done. But I told her, I said, you know what? And she says, I'm feeling very ADHD about it. I can't settle myself. I said, and she goes, when I have the, that, um, that uh, um, hour and a half that I can get something done, I find that I just dilly-daddle and I don't get anything done. And that's part of ADHD is, is that we're squirrel, 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 right? But what we can do, though, in those moments of squirrel, 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 um, you know, put on the timer. Do something for 10 minutes. Don't look at the hour that you have, right? Don't look at the hour that you have. Look at 10 minutes. Do I have 10 minutes to get this done? And when we're practicing our nervous system to be safe, to heal our trauma-induced ADHD, a lot of times if we can um, put on the timer for 10 minutes, do the thing that we want to do for 10 minutes and tell ourselves, I'm safe. I can get it done. I'm safe. I can get it done. I'm safe. I can get it done. Whatever can come to you to help you do better, right? So I'm safe. I can get it done. And like she said, she got through something that was about like this much. She says, I did it. It took me 20 minutes to do it, but I figured the 10, the 10 more minutes I can get it done. And she said, actually, I felt good doing it. And so when we're realigning our nervous system, we have to process going through that trigger. And sometimes we don't necessarily have to deal with the trigger, but we have to be willing to go around it, right? We have to be willing. Here's the trigger. I don't want to go through this, these boxes. I don't want to um, go outside because I have, um, I have the, uh, where I don't want, I can't go outside. Or I, I don't want to go into small places because I have claustrophobia, right? So going into this trauma-induced ADHD moment or the PTSD moment, we have to go through that trigger. I don't want to. Well, you can go around it, right? You can go around it and say, okay, I know that's going to bother me, but I can do it for 10 minutes. I can do it for five minutes. I can do it for one minute. I can do it for one minute, right? Tell yourself what you can do for a short time and realign that nervous system. And the more you do that, the easier it's going to get the next time and the easier it's going to get next time and the easier it's going to get next time. And when we're rewiring our nervous system, and this is the one thing I'm taking a class and, um, and you know, there's a study out there and I'm going to get the name of the study to, to recognize the lessons that I'm learning with this. There are emotions in our body nervous system gets 80% of the information. This is coming to me. Stressful moments, um, moments I don't want to think of, um, these, these other scenarios. Wait a minute. The last time I thought about that, I wasn't safe. The last time I did that, I didn't get safe. The last time I, I was going to negotiate that, I got criticized. The last time that I tried to do that, I um, screwed up and I failed, right? We have all these things that come to us and our body uh, body negotiates it. And a lot of times it says, I'm not safe when a lot of those things come to us, right? So we have 80% of our body absorbing this. Then the message goes to the brain, I'm not safe. Now the brain is trying to put in, what are we doing? What are we going? What are we going to do next? How are we going to do this, right? And that 20% goes down into the body. Be careful. We don't need to do this. Wait a minute. What are we going to do? Right? So going into this, that our nervous system of our body, that vagus nerve that goes all through the body, right? That it triggers a whole lot faster than the brain wants to think about it. 
So if you do things kind of on that quickness, like let's get it done for 10 minutes. Let's try to do it for three minutes. I am, um, since I'm at that last stage of really trying to heal my liver and, and gallbladder and stuff, that I'm doing that cold shower at the end of the cold shower, right? I don't want to take a cold shower at the end after the warm, right? But what am I doing? I'm convincing myself I can for 30 seconds, right? I'm distracting my, my need to stay comfortable which is my nervous system, wants to stay comfortable, right? I'm, I'm, I'm shifting it up and saying, I can do it for 30 seconds. And in that 30 seconds, I did it almost for a minute today, right? Because of the fact that I want to be healthy. And the only way I'm going to get healthy is, is by going through and being uncomfortable. And that's another thing, that when we're looking at ourselves and going into these stories, to be a little bit uncomfortable with ourselves. But isn't going into um, ADHD moments and, and PTSD moments, aren't they uncomfortable? But it's what we know. And like I was telling my girlfriend who was looking at trying to go through things, I said that end result of somebody coming into your house is that more bothersome to be with than going through the boxes. And she said, yes, actually, that person coming into my house is more painful because I don't have people over than me going through the box. Oh, so it's more safer to go through this scenario, go through the boxes for 10 minutes to negotiate the, that PTSD because she's got PTSD from being criticized so much that she was... You know, you can't do anything, right? Why are you making that decision? Why are you trying to do that? Why aren't you doing what I want you to do? You know, she heard that a lot when she was growing up, like a lot of us, right? And so now she's feeling like she can't move forward with a lot of things because of being criticized so much. Be willing to be a little uncomfortable here to work through that PTSD, to work through the the stories. And, and I understand people that have been through wars, have been through big trauma, they've been through, it, it takes a little bit more. I'm not talking about that form of the PTSD. I'm talking about this everyday PTSD moments that we have. I didn't realize when my husband tried to help proof a writing that I was doing, And I hadn't been able to read through it the three times before he read it, right? That, sorry, just got a, got a hit from my girlfriend that she needs to hear. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend who proofs my letters for me and my newsletters for me, she's my AI, <laughs> my, my, not artificial intelligence. I'll have to do another definition for her, but she's my person who, who helps me. But, but I said that, you know, this is the time when I have to proofread it for three or four times. Right. And he started reading it and I got triggered. Holy crumb. I got triggered. I was like trying to fix it, trying to be protective. I was trying to, trying to get it. And I'm like going, and he's like, what are you doing? You're fixing it as I'm reading it. I know. Sorry. Wow. HDA mo moment. And because I was very unsettled, I was distracting myself, trying not to grab my phone, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to. And then PTSD. How many of you are struggling with a lot of those moments right now? You know, we're all in the middle of life. We're all in the middle of it. But what are we going to do? Because I know for me, like last show that I was reading, my girlfriend told me that she had a hard time watching it because I couldn't even say the name, the goddess's name, that I know in my head how to say it. It didn't come out right. And then there was a couple of the, the cards I had to read a couple of times, right? 
but I got a perseverance in me that I have to go through those triggers. I have to do things in spite of it. I cannot let that part of me feel unsafe and stop doing what I'm called to do. And that's what the world is wanting us to do right now is work through those PTSD moments. Know it, understand it, be grateful for it, and then move forward. It's time for us to understand that we're going to have ADHD moments. The energy is out there. The energy is out there and it's hitting hard. And it's, it's, oh my gosh, when are we, can we at least not think about what I need to do for the grocery store? What do I need to do, make dinner? What do I need to do here with the kids? What do I need to do here at work? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do, right? We have these moments where we need to settle down. So in the grocery store, you have half an hour to be in there, right? Breathe while you're doing it. Maybe in a way, not necessarily slow down, but kind of slow down a little bit into that new knowing of what you're doing. Make a list, checking it twice. Sees who's naughty and who's nice, right? Like Santa Claus says. But it's not about wrong or right. It's about how can we find out more about ourselves? And that's the thing I want your nervous system to understand and your, your mind to kind of come along for the ride is that you're perfectly imperfect. We are all perfectly imperfect. We all have a story that we've lived through. We've all had things that we've had to negotiate with. We've all had this stuff that has made us us. And most of us have a form of PTSD in some ways which our partners, if we have anybody in our life, um, sister, brothers, cousins, partners, um, uh, you know, spouses, you know, co-workers, whatever it is, they're going to trigger us in some way because we don't always feel safe. But in that triggering, In that triggering, come back down. In that PTSD moment, come up with a mantra. I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. I can do this, 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 I can do this. This is just a moment, this is just a moment, this is just a moment. So when you're in these moments of of ADHD and PTSD, Stay here and finish. Stay here and finish. Especially if you're ADHD. Stay here and finish. Stay here and finish. Even if you pick something up, put it back down. Say, no, put it where it needs to go. Pick it up and put it where it needs to go, right? Because in these moments that we're in, we're human. But we have to retrain our nervous system, which helps to retrain our mind. Like I was saying, 80% of the information comes from our nervous system and our bodies. How many of us are, are intuitive with our bodies? That doesn't feel right. I don't know about that. I'm getting the chills when that feels right. I'm getting the upset stomach when it doesn't feel right. How, much, how many times does our body tell us an intuitive message? So going in there and practicing through it, we're going to be perfectly imperfect. We can retrain those PTSD moments. We can retrain that ADHD moment. And I can tell you, coming back into a story of me, I was having a conversation with after um, my um, episode with my husband that I had a conversation with my dyslexic self. I really went into a, a meditation and, and had a conversation with her and and um, she told me, she says, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm doing things way over my head all the time, and it's exhausting. And that's why I have you play these simple games. You know, the bricks game, 
solitaire game. I have a um, one of those games that you know you you put three together and you get twenty two, and then you put you know it, it just builds and builds and builds, right? And these little blocks things. It's simple, she said. It's simple because I can do it. And I said, oh. I was wondering why I was having a harder time putting down my phone when I needed, wanted, was wanting to do other things, right? Because I was called to do other things. But I had a hard time putting my phone down. So I was talking to her about how, she, and she said, thank you for hearing me. She got witnessed the last couple days here. Um, she really got witnessed, and that was a blessing. And that's when the thing that I want you to know that we can talk to all parts of ourselves like this, especially going into a meditation. We can find out who's holding us back and who's who's doing this work. And she said that, you know, going into this story of who we are and what we're doing, that, you know, that she was feeling very exhausted, very tired and, and being pulled along, right? And I said that I was sorry that I did that that I'll give her moments where she can rest and be okay and do things at her level. She's not stupid by any means, but it's a struggle to read. It's a struggle to be on. It's a struggle to, to do a lot of these logistics for her. For me, Natasha, I'm getting better at it. But for her, my dyslexic self, and she's her name is Anastasia, that you know, going into this moment of where she's at and what she's doing, she said, Thank you. So guess what? I've been wanting to do certain things for a while. Haven't been able to. Finally, I'm doing it because there's a compromise with a part of myself. And I know some of you know how to do this and some of you don't, but I just want to give ideas that going in and, and being willing, being uncomfortable and talking with this part of us that is uncomfortable and I know that like when I was talking to my husband, my husband is very 3D world, right? He says, yeah, on Sunday when we were talking, it was almost like this energy of little kid was out. This little girl was out there just screaming, saying, no, don't do this. He even noticed. And that's the thing is, is that we're in PTSD moments or we're in the ADHD moments. A lot of times it's not us the adult we are. It's our childhood trauma. It's our childhood stories. It's our childhood moments that are distracting us and getting us into this knowing. So circling back around to that person who had claustrophobia because his cousins put him in a box when he was five years old, what is he going to do now that he's an adult? Oh, I'm not a kid anymore, am I? I'm not a kid anymore. So going into this and believing in you, it's a magical time. It's a magical time to really look into your story, into who you are and what you're doing, to be your higher, better self. There is amazingness. There is amazingness. And like I was saying last week when I was going to channel um, Metatron and, you know, I said that, um, that I, um, I, I have not channeled him before, right? Well, I do talk with him. That's different than me full body channeling him, right? So I hope this has helped you out with at least knowing that when you have these trauma-induced places, that actually... They're great teachers. They're a great moment to witness ourselves and say, hmm, yeah, I kind of threw a fit right there. Hmm, I wonder who threw the fit. Was it me or was it my inner child self that was throwing that fit? I bet you talking with that inner child part of you. Because I'm going to tell you my inner child is not my dyslexic self. My dyslexic self is a part of my inner child trauma drama, but she is not my inner child. She has her own entity to her. If you want some help with a lot of this, <laughs> I 
I can help you out. Kathy, thank you for being here. And um, and she says, and we're also um, blumping up against others with less ability to accept our uniqueness. Yes. Finding our capitalized self without relying on someone else's feedback. Very well said. And we're also bumping up against others with less ability to accept our uniqueness. Finding ourselves without relying on someone else's feedback. And that's the thing is, is this is not, this is a personal journey. But yet, who triggers our ADHD moment, the world around us? Who triggers our, TP, our PTSD moments, the life around us? Our inner selves, right? So going into this, that bumping, we're going to be bumping up to people who don't believe in what we're doing or cannot hear us or cannot do what we're doing, right? But isn't your inner peace the most important piece of this puzzle? Because if you have inner peace or more perfectly imperfect inner peace, then the people around you will have more perfectly imperfect inner peace. Okay. I have Archangel Michael who's tapping in on me. He would like to tell a message here. So with that, that when I do a, a channeling, I don't do a um, full body channel. It's I'm still here. I'm still witnessing, but I'm allowing the energies of my, um, of the deities that I trust to come in to give a message. He's at my back right now, <laughs> pushing. <laughs> And then um, after that, I'm going to pull some cards. We're getting down on time, but I'm willing to go a little extra here. So with this, here comes Archangel Michael. Hmm. My dear ones, what an amazing time you're coming into. Becoming your truer self. There is wisdom in the story of this dear one saying. So try to be your heightened self. Be the one who is the changer of your world. Your wisdom, your knowing, your stories are going to be your greatest gift of becoming your truer self. So listen to your personal stories. Listen to where your mind wants you to go because it's good to witness that. But it's like a chapter of a book. Flip the page and come into your story of what your next story page is going to be. That old story, chapter one, chapter two of your life has impact on you. Yet you're on chapter, what's this one, dear one? Oh, she's going to be 57 this year. Yes. She's on chapter 57, isn't she? She's not at one and two or three or four or five anymore. She's got wisdom in her. She's got story that has built up her story and helping you, I hope, because she was told to tell her story, to be vulnerable today. It is time for you to be home in yourself Read back on that story. Review who you've been. Because I'm going to tell you, as this dear one had a conversation with a co-worker today about, oh, I was standing right there with them, about how he is starting to see the spirits around him, the people that are coming into his house. And this dear one said, yes, that's the different dimensions coming in. And she could not have been more right. Because we are all coming into this new knowing of who we are. Even us deities are coming into greaterness. The star beings around you are coming into their greaterness. The planets around you are changing. Come into your newer story. Have you ever looked at that nervous system that your body has? Doesn't it look like a tree root? Ah, you are 
the tree of life. You are the DNA of the magic of the world around you. You are a blessed one who is made out of miracles. Come into your story of who you are. Release when you can. Breathe when you can. Shift when you can. This new year is going to flip a lot of people up and over and back on their feet again. It's going to take a little bit of hurt as the human that you are and your perceptions of that. But your perceptions will be the difference. Is it a rotten day or is it a stirred up day to help you be your better self? Ah, words. Words are going to be important. The words you tell yourself are going to be important. There are things that happen to the physical being for a reason. We do not like it when it happens, but it is there. So believe in the magic that you are, the story that you are. And let it roar inside of you. Be home here. It's worthy to be with you. Not distracted by the world around you. But be home with you. So be it. And you can call upon me at any time, dear ones. Any time. My love is with you. Namaste. Blessings be with you. Hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Wow. And you know, while he was talking, there was a a light, a spotlight. It's like a, a, a star, a bright star in the very black sky. Was I was seeing that when he was talking. There is a light, and it may be in the distance, but it's there for us. It's there for us all. So I hope that message treat treat treated you well and blessings to you um does anybody want an oracle card reading i would love to do that for you hmm um who wants to come out um earth magic wants to come out today the oracle card earth magic is going to come out today i think i'm going to stick with this deck um so stephen farmer is the deck here and it has um different um different statements here okay so veronica yes please and you know the trick um earth magic yes that's all i'm gonna do today because time is getting a little short here so veronica you know the trick oh i haven't woken up this Woohoo! i guess the cards wanted to speak you got three of them. Four. Oh, four. So I'm going to go with the top one. Music. Harmony. You're coming into that harmony, right? Uh, rainbow. You have blessings coming to you. I'm going to go through these. Uh, oh, but the iceberg. But be careful what's going to come up and sabotage you from underneath, right? But yet, at the same time, you have the eagle with you for the greater vision, with the greater knowing, and with the communication. So when you get unsettled, remember to um, have the, the um, let the universe around you come in and help you. 
Uh, let's see. Which one? I'm going to only read one right now. Is there anybody else who would like a card also? Um, let's see. You know, Eagle wants to speak to you. So I'm going to do the Eagle card since you got four. But um, I let's see here. Communication. What is that? C-O-M. There we go. It should be this book. Oh, maybe I need to. I haven't looked up these cards for a while, so let me go to Eagle. Yep, that's the way to look at them. Okay, so Eagle. Communication. Here is a man. Here is a man and an eagle make contact through their eyes and spirits. The man has performed a ceremonial calling to the eagle's brother, to the eagle brother, who now comes to him as a familiar friend. It's an intuitive relationship between human being and feathered being one of both spirit and flesh yet it is ultimately this deep spiritual kinship that connects them formed from the recognition of the sacredness of this bond eagle spirit is often associated with the highest and noblest encouraging us to let our spirit soar through this communication we know that we can touch the sky. We know that we can be more than just the two-legged creatures clinging to the ground. We are uh, in, in, intimately related to all the life on this planet. And it's through communicating, communing, sorry, it's through communing with the expression of life that we realize how vitally connected we are. So going into this, my dear, it's time for you to connect and you'll know your path. But be careful of the underlining self-sabotaging you're going to go through because there's the blessings and you'll find the harmony as you walk. Okay. So I hope that helped, Veronica. What a blessing you are. Sorry, I can't read all of them. Okay, so um, Kathy, you wanted fly, eagle, fly. <laughs> yes, I'll take a card if you have time. Yes. Okay, so this is for Kathy. That one jumped out. This card, I guess this deck, um, focus. <laughs> Crystals, focus. Oh, isn't that? <laughs> I got to laugh at that one, right? Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Focus. Crystals. Okay, wait a minute. There's one more card that's coming for you. Uh, <laughs> contain crystals anyway. Uh Okay, so I'm going to do this one more time because there's one more card that wants to pop out for you. Boop. Actually, three more cards that wanted to pop out to you. Okay, so um, you got the music, the harmony again, right? Uh, you got um, Radiance, Summer Solstice, and then you got um, Promise of the new moon okay but i'm gonna read the crystals because that one popped out first so focus through the harmony to to have the radiance of yourself because you have a promised new future so going through this that i'm getting what the cards are saying to me for you is that um you're coming into your truer knowing you're coming into a more peaceful self. 
You're coming into that harmony that you, you know that you are. That radiance. Oh my gosh, isn't that a card? Because you have that promisedness. And it, this is not about coupleship. It's about being in tune with you and your team, right? Which you always have been. I'm not saying you haven't, but, you know. Okay, so crystals. Let me get that card for you. Crystals. That was the first one. Crystals. Focus. This is a beautiful card, by the way. Here we see an amethyst crystal cave bathed in the waters from the river. The points of light representing the spiritual focus that these crystals beings generate. Amethyst has, amethyst as well as other types of quartz crystals have been used for thousands of years in magic sending healing as well as for intensifying. Gotta turn the page, sorry. Psychic capabilities. Since its violet color is the same as the crown chakra, it has often been referred to as a spiritual stone. The natural of the Chris Court, you know all this. Okay. So the message is it's time to bring your complete focus to the subject of your inquiry. Eliminate all the distractions and give the, this your undivided attention, whether this is project or relationship or simply a relaxing time spent walking in the nature. Be fully present to the situation. This sharpening of focus will expand your awarenesses and allow your inner guidance to penetrate your circum your subconscious, which can be paralyzed into appropriate action. By being focused with the crystal clear clarity, you are in the flow of your life. Face your life for, for let me start that over again. By being focused with the crystal clarity, you are in the flow of your life force and, in fact, have become one with it. It is not a hypervigilant or tension-filled state, but one of relaxed attention. Keep your eyes, ears, and heart focused on that which you need to pay attention to. And miracles can create. To paraphrase, a fictional elder, use the force and use the life in enchanting ways. So with that, my dear, what you focus on can either pull you up or bring you down. And with the conversation we had earlier today, it's time to, you know, not necessarily focus on what the, what the story is and what our story makes of it. There's a point where we can overfocus. And this is for others to hear. There's a point where we can overfocus our attention on something, our PSD our ADHD, we can go into the labels of it, we can go into the story of it. But what can we really do is relax. Instead of focusing so strongly on staring it down, I'm gonna work on it. Relax and see where the focus can take you. The story can take you. It's time to believe in you. And I know Kathy, Coming back to you, you're a miracle in the works. And I love that miracle that you are. As I love the miracle that everybody's becoming. So if you need any support in this journey, 
Remember, I'm here. Um, my prices will be going up in the beginning of March. So if you would like to get in and, um, yeah, this card was almost supposed to be upside down, I get, for you. Not upright. It was supposed to be upside down, which means not so much of a focus for you. <laughs> but I only know what the cards are telling me. So, um. So if you are looking for some help and support, please come in and uh, make an appointment at angelicclarifications.com. If you are liking what you're hearing, I have a um, YouTube channel. And guess what? I'm almost at a thousand um, of a thousand supporters. So um, if you want to subscribe, please subscribe. I'd love to get over. Um, I would like to get you know two thousand subscribers because the more I reach the more my videos get re out there and the more that more people can be reached. It's a tricky place, right? Thank you for everything you guys are doing. You're a miracle coming in. And oh my gosh, if you're getting triggered, look at those triggers because they're there for a reason. And it's helping us become more awareness of ourselves because if we don't know what our nervous system is going through how we know how to fix it how to work with it how to be home with it how to engage with it it helps out i'm testimony to that blessed be to you next wednesday i will be talking about the chinese new year of the dragon Oh, have and if you've had a session with me, sometimes I've channeled Dragon before. Guess who will be coming in? Dragon. So next week is about the Chinese New Year and the Year of the Dragon. And what we're going to be doing, because the rabbit is hopping out in the Chinese New Year of the Dragon, the wood dragon. So it's about that earthiness. It's about getting into that story, about building what we want to build, right? I'm excited. I hope you are. Blessings be to you. Natasha Venter at angelicclarifications.com.